Welcome to Written by Podcast, the number one podcast in the world. Right behind all the other ones. We're back with another bonus episode, bonus episode. this week. Hey, uh, so this episode was recorded a long time a ago. A long time. Like, literally like almost a year ago. Yeah. Mid- <laughs> yeah. Middle yeah. of season two. Um, we haven't been able to release it yet because it's promoting a uh, short film that hadn't come out yet. Yeah, and the release kept on getting pushed because they were they were making the film better and better. Yeah, and it released literally the week after we went on hiatus. Right, but so. uh, <laughs> it's still a super good episode. It is yep. with director Zach Millsaps, who directed a gritty Bible Man reboot fan yeah. trailer. And this bonus episode is the first bonus episode where we're actually doing a from the bowl. Yeah. Uh, so we do a from the bowl with Zach, uh, and I can't remember what the topic was, but you'll see when we pull it out of the bowl. <laughs> I remember because it it was very meta. It was a podcast where he wrote a short film about a podcaster. So. I have no recollection of this. <laughs> it was so long ago. <laughs> Guys, it's a super great episode. We also have an interview with Zach where he talks about making the Bible Man short yes. film. We got a link to the Bible Man short film in the description if yeah. you haven't seen it. It's a great episode all around. Just doing numbers on YouTube, man. Yeah, totally. I don't remember what the numbers are. It's been a minute yeah, since I looked. Guys, I big. can't stress to you it's, how long ago we recorded this. <laughs> it, is, it is more than 10. It's, uh, it's over 100,000. I can tell you that. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's way more than ten. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I hit 100k. Uh, so yeah. Oh, also one more announcement before we jump into the episode. Yeah. If you want to support Written by, we have launched a Patreon. Okay, one tier. It's five dollars a month. You get a, a couple things, nothing crazy. It's more so if you just want to help support us and help Written by grow. Yeah, we aren't going to be out here begging for your money every week, no. but we have some supporters, and yeah. we want to give those supporters some perks, and if you got a little extra money you want to throw our way, go for it. If not, it's totally fine. Uh, the things that you get if you join the Patreon, you get priority suggestions uh, for From the Bowl episodes, and then uh, you get to add to the name list so you can pitch names that we'll use for characters in episodes, and we'll even pick some of your names too, and you get access to our Discord where we're going to be talking about all kind of fun stuff. So again, if you want to help support us, that'll help. That's that's all I gotta say. Yeah. So if you got the Patreon and you submit a suggestion for the bowl, that suggestion goes in twice. It is twice yeah. as likely to get picked. Yeah. I actually think it goes in three times. Is what we've picked. It goes in three times. Whichever one feels best. We'll yeah. see. But yeah. So that's our big announcement right before we jump into the episode. I hope you enjoy the episode because I rem- if I could remember it, I'm sure I would love it. <laughs> well, you could listen to it along with them and I be could. like, wow. This and I would, it would be like listening to it for the first time. Yeah. But no, seriously, there's some really good interview moments in there as well. Where, uh, he, I mean, it was a really big budget short film. I was a part of it. Robert was a part of it. So uh, yeah, yeah. Enjoy this episode. Enjoy it. Season three coming soon. So join sick. the Patreon. We so are sick. actively recording season three episodes. Yes. If you join the Patreon right now, you got an even better chance of your suggestion or your name being used in one of these episodes. Yes. I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By.
What's up, Robert? How, how, how you doing, Chase? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to Written By, the number one podcast in the world. Right behind all the other ones. Right behind all the other ones. Dude, what have you been up to? Dude, uh, I just like re-outlined my entire feature I was working oh, on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think I think I like dissected the problem and I'm just like reorganizing everything. Which I did I didn't think I'd have to do this time around because I've never <laughs> outlined something more than this project. And then you still had to go in. Yeah. And, dang son. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh I'm not outlining anything. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it day to day. I'm trying to make some money. Yeah. How's that going? <laughs> Not well. But we do have a guest today. His name is Zach. Mr. Millsaps himself. What's up? Beep, 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 oh, no. beep, beep. Oh, no. We lost you, Zach. We, we don't have your oh, audio. Oh, no. Oh, now there we have you. Are. you. There you are. Oh, oh, oh. I had to scrape beep, 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 moment. So maybe that's what happened. It was just too much. It's too oh. much for the microphone to handle. <laughs> yes. Who you're hearing Hello. now. This is a, a great writer, director, and he just released his new short. It's a gritty reboot of Bible Man, and you can watch yeah. it right now. Yeah, I had the uh, I had the the pleasure and the uh, opportunity to get to to actually work on Bible Man. I was on set hanging out. I got to see Zach working, creating the thing that no one asked for, but everyone <laughs> wanted. <laughs> So I guess I guess we could start with that. Like what what inspired you to take take one of the most obscure like low production Christian entertainment things and like make it look good? Well, first off, thank you guys for having me on this podcast. I've listened to it before. I always love your creativity and I think you guys are hilarious. In real life, outside of the podcasting <laughs> realm, it's always fun to see them, see you guys, and then uh, you guys are just brilliant. So I'm glad you guys are doing this podcast and continue to do it. Oh, thank it's you, good, man. Good, Appreciate that. Good so people nice. for all the <laughs> listeners. So, Bible man. <laughs> so Shama and I used to work together, and we spent a lot of time traveling across the country doing a bunch of different projects, and... When you spend a lot of time together, you start spitting ideas and riffing off of each other. You guys know that because Shama does that with you guys, where you guys, uh, Shama Marema, where you guys get to pitch ideas and it builds on top of each other. The more time you spend with each other, the more time it builds up. So VeggieTales Remix came out. Mm. This is a long time ago. VeggieTales Remix came out. And during that time, a couple of the conversations we've been having are... Look how awesome this nostalgic show that we all grew up on, or the you know a lot of people in the Christian space grew up on, getting to to reimagine it, to to bring it back to light, and and make it in this new modern way. And the idea popped in my head. Well, what about Bible Man? You know who who's going to reimagine? But by now, someone has got to have had the idea to reimagine Bible Man as this gritty reboot. And, well, we've just been, we kind of were waiting. We looked around. We tried to see if anyone else uh, had come up with the idea or, or probably had the uh, audacity to actually do it. <laughs> That's probably a bit. And, man, I, pretty much for for two years, that idea just, just was a seed that I kept on 
working on and developing. And I mean, I sent Robert a draft like years ago, just like, what do you think about this? And he gave me some really good feedback. And, and it just, over the years, it just kind of kept evolving. And it went from, so I, I produce and direct in the corporate commercial space. So uh, uh, narrative filmmaking and, and writing is not necessarily the thing that it's, you know, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure for all of us. And, and whenever we get the opportunity to do it, it's, it's, it's like somewhat going out of the comfort zone sometimes. And, and so in this specific project, I was like, we got to make it big or we can't make it. So two years ago, we, or really a, a year ago in 2021, we, we were going to do it. We're like, we're going to make this happen. We're going to get this together. We got crew, we got like the project together. And it just, um, a couple weeks before the project happened, our DP got sick and was out for a month. And we had to scrap all the plans and, and restart. And, um, Man, the the I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but this is kind of like the story of the Bible man creation. In the end, that was kind of like a blessing in disguise because the longer you wait, the more it's simmering. Like the more you re-outline, the better it gets. You know, perfectionism is dangerous if you never do it, but if you are going to do it, it just is going to keep getting progressively better. So I could not have imagined what we would have what we accomplished a year ago. So tried to do it last summer, it didn't work out. We, you know, we finally did it and man, what a ride, what a ride. So (laughs) Chase knows. I mean, the Bible, the gritty reboot Bible man idea. It's one of those things where it's like, you hear it and you're like, there's no way that hasn't already been done. Like, cause we live in this superhero culture and then like, I didn't really grow up in church, but the two things I do know is like, I knew veggie tales and I knew Bible man. And it's like, it's just the perfect hit of nostalgia for anybody who would come across an old VHS tape at Goodwill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, the what you guys did was just like, when this comes out, Bible Man is out. So guys, you need to go watch it before you listen to this. Because whatever you're imagining right now, it is way bigger and grander than you are imagining. Like it's, it's there's these beautiful cinematic cinematic shots of like from a Christopher Nolan Batman film on these giant <laughs> church steps and the, the sun is setting and it, it, it's really amazing. And uh, I'm really excited to see how it does. Yes, me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so one, one thing um, about Bible man that I think is interesting. If you've never heard about Bible man, it's, it's pretty much exactly what you think it is. You know, it's, it's exactly what you think it is. It's the probably the only thing some kids were allowed to watch in the world of great DC Marvel movies exist. There's some kid out there that is only allowed to watch Bible Man. Yeah. Right. Poor kids. So yeah. I know. Well, <laughs> just wait till he shows his mom this, this yeah. video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that kind of brings me to my next question which is since this is a screenwriting podcast what is your process like once you have this idea what's your process of adapting this existing character into a new thing that's like trying to be on a whole other level than the source material but still in ways like staying true to the source material honoring the source material we haven't talked a whole lot about like adaptation most of our ideas are original so like what, what's going through your head when you're writing that first draft? It's a great question. 
And I'm actually going to quote a great writer who gave me some great feedback and said something that I thought was very, very valuable in the process. Uh, when I approached this for the first time, I start, I watched a lot of Bible Man, and I, <laughs> it turns out someone ripped all of the old episodes and put them up on YouTube. So there's someone who just was like, I want to get them back on YouTube so people can find them again, because otherwise you got to go to the VHS, you got to yeah. find some sort of some sort of copy of it somewhere. And, and so someone was putting them up on YouTube. So I, I dove in and this great writer said, hey, you got to focus on exactly what it is that people want to see in an adapta- adaptation. So, and this great writer was Robert himself. <gasps> He's, I, was, he, I was waiting. I was like, who is it? <laughs> Who's the writer? <laughs> Robert, Robert, you are on point with there's there's only a couple things that a true fan wants to see. And you gotta boil that down. And I think a lot of times adaptations don't focus on that. They wanna reinvent the wheel. But can you not add some sweet rims to the wheel? Can you just like <laughs> stick to the wheel and just just pimp it out? So with Bible Man, just for an example, he quotes scripture, obviously. He's mm. an uprighteous man. He's wealthy. There's like a scene where he's like crying in the rain when he finds the Bible. Oh, yeah. There's a fight scene with... And, and if you've never seen Bible Man, this is all going to sound very wild. And that's great. Because <laughs> you need to stop this and watch what we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a, a villain that is not a demon. It's never referred to as a demon. It's sin or a temptation that... Praise. I guess I should pause here, and we sh- we should probably give a little overview, maybe, of what Bible Man is. I should just stop so we can get people <laughs> up to speed. So, Bible Man is a show about a hero named Bible Man, or Miles is his is his Bruce um, Wayne. Uh, so he he is a the show is very much inspired by Batman and Star Wars. <laughs> You know, because everybody (laughs) puts those two together. Everyone combines the two together. So Bible Man, uh, in every episode, there's a child that is preyed on by some sort of sin, the sin of anger, the sin of lying or or, um, greed. Uh, and and that sin is embodied by some sort of direct copy of other villains, the Joker or Mister Freeze or like whoever you want to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. want to take from the Batman lore. They just like copy and, and embody the sin. And um, throughout the episode, the kid is getting worse and worse, and Bible Man starts like to to get you know an idea of oh this is not just the kid acting out because he's like talking to the kid, sharing scripture with him. Um, this is you know beyond that. So he. F- he now has to to suit up in the armor of God and go beat the crap out of this this sin and just and send it away or whatever. So there's always a, a fight scene at the end of every episode where first he helps the kid overcome with the power of God and Scripture to for them to learn. Oh, I can't be angry. I can't act out in my anger. And then once the kid realizes that, Bible Man turns to fight and defeat the the sin in some sort of cinematic lightsaber fight. Yes, lightsaber. That's where the, that's the only time the Star Wars comes in. And so what do people want? There's a couple scenes, but they want Bible man screaming scripture and they want or quoting scripture, they want a kid who is struggling with something because of sin and then they want Bible man to go beat it to pieces with lightsabers. With a lightsaber. 
and uh, the lightsabers in your version are very high grade professional lightsabers. <laughs> like I like it blows my mind how if you've ever seen the original Bible Man stuff, and we'll put um, on the Instagram, we'll put some like screenshots of of old Bible Man stuff. It's so cheesy and bad. And then to put it beside what Zach has created, it almost doesn't even, it's like, why'd you work so hard for this? <laughs> I, t- I told people, and, I, and I'll, I'll continue telling people, it's, it's exactly what we all wanted Bible Man to be, right? Exactly. It's yes. exactly what we wanted it to be. So why can't we just do it? And they, I, so they did, they, Bible Man made its money off of church tours, they would do this big stage performance and they would go to different churches and and they had merch and and sold the VHS tapes but i really believe that that that's where bible man thrived and um, the shows were a means to the live shows which i've heard i've never got to see it but i heard that they were fantastic um, as a kid you you know you walk in and bible man walks out in his buff armor and um, <laughs> just defeats you know in some episode on on stage so another uh, interesting part is like you had to write not an episode, not a two hour feature. You had to write a trailer, which is very different, you know, when it comes to, to writing. Like you had to try to come up with a whole story and then bring that back down to just clips of a story. How did how did that writing process go to where you got with what you got what you ended up with? That's a great question. If you haven't seen the 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 short that uh, I did, um, what we did is we took, we made a fake movie trailer, mm. and uh, the people I've shown uh, previously, the people I showed previous to it coming out, they would be like, "Well, where's the rest of it?" So that was a great answer. That's kind of what I was hoping for, um, and I'm going to interject with a huge inspiration to this project was Bel Air. The original yes. Bel Air Vimeo, mm. yeah. Uh, the guy who did that, which is amazing, and Peacock, man, they why didn't they just stick to the like moody version that he brought to the table, you know? Yeah. But uh, he, when I, I, I came up with the idea and we were working on it, and then that came out, and I was like, yes, we, I got to like this is the source of uh, uh, of inspiration to how I can do a trailer that really fits that vibe and that that um, character of, of Bel Air. So if you haven't seen the Bel Air, um, that's a great example of what I was aiming for. And you can determine if I totally failed or if I got somewhere. <laughs> um, as long as you watch it. Yeah, as long <laughs> as you watch it. That's definitely worth watching. So in terms of um, Bible Man, um, you repeat the question. Now I'm, I'm, I forgot what, what you asked. Uh, what was it like having to write a trailer as opposed to an actual, you know? Yeah, yeah. So when you, um, um, a lot, a lot of you listening, pursuing or, or screenwriting or writing, you know, that, um, there's an art to pitch trailers. There's an art to, uh, like think whiplash is like the best or a great example, uh, where you make a short that is designed to be a feature and you have to scale it back to what is a scene or potentially what is a trailer of your show movie that you're you're writing to give the investors a, 
and and uh, some sort of concept and idea. And a lot of times you got to self-finance that, and hopefully you've self-financed that based on another successful project or all that. So this was completely self-financed um, by us and a really, really awesome guy who invested as well. So designing this, it did have to be with the same idea of you got to make it a, a, a coherent story with its own mini arcs. Like the trailer itself has its own arc mm-hmm. that you would potentially want in a feature. And then you got to pull those scenes in the feature to design it to be some sort of trailer. And I chose to focus on telling a story from beginning to end of an episode in the trailer so that people could get all of those elements that they were looking for. If um, if someone cut a trailer from the movie, they probably would have pulled it and made it different, right? Mm. So approaching it, specifically, the goal was, okay, this is not going to end up being a feature. Um, you know, if it does, that's amazing. And I would love to for that to happen. And you guys are going to know before any listeners know, because I'm going to need help. Uh, but <laughs> I did start off by outlining a feature and I outlined ideas and I outlined what it could potentially be. And then I backtracked from there. And nice. I didn't write a 90-page script of a Bible Man movie. I didn't want to dive in and, and spend my life in Bible Man uh, more than I <laughs> already was. But condensing the outline into the script and really focusing on what the beats are. And as you all know, screenwriting is, is, is not writing, but it's rewriting. Like That's yep. where it all comes. Yep. So uh, what you see um, on screen right now was the eighth draft of, you know, three years of, of rewrites and working on it and concepting and, and pitching it and going back to the table and saying, this isn't working. This is, this is great. I don't think only a couple things start from the first script, you know, from the first draft made it to the end. And then mm-hmm. if I sent you guys the script and you compare it to what you see, which you know, maybe is an exercise that you guys want to open up to your listeners. It's com- it's super different than yeah. what you know what was written. Um, so, just for example, Eunice, and this goes into the 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 horrors of directing. Uh, Eunice was um, it, on the mid shoot. We had a co- someone test positive for COVID, so we lost crew and we lost talent. Like Eunice was supposed to be a character in this, and we lost our female character that was in the, you know, middle and, and a strong character throughout the thing. So it, it just was like, ah, uh, you got to pivot because yeah. you can't stop now. But then it turns out different than what you in, intended. But yeah, man, wow. yeah. that's like, yeah, I, I didn't even know that. I, I completely forgot. But yeah, that, that sort of stuff comes up all the time. Yeah. I got, I got one more question. Ooh, real quick, okay. Though. Yes, yes, yes. Because I know, I know like all of our listeners right now, if they've seen the Spiral Man short, which, you know, they pause this podcast to watch it if they haven't, and then they've come back. But Hopefully. they're all looking at that, and they're probably thinking, like, that right there, that's what I want to do. Right. That looks so cool. Yeah. Just copy How do it, I do that? steal it completely. That's yeah, my... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a, a lot of our listeners right now, I know they're like, they're in the stages where they're just starting out. They're, like, pulling out their iPhones. They're making TikToks and YouTube videos. Yeah. I don't think they know that Zach himself also started out as a YouTuber probably like mm-hmm. a decade ago. So mm-hmm. as someone that's been through the whole journey going from just making sketches with your friends on cheap cameras all the way up to like making a living doing commercials and making this really cool superhero short, 
Like, what piece of advice do you have for those young people who are trying to go through a similar journey? The cliche advice of just make stuff is, man, it's it's like, that's it, right? You yeah. just got to mm-hmm. make stuff. You just have to, because you cut your teeth with every single project you do, whether it's with friends. I look back on projects that I did, you know, in college, and I think, man, I had no idea what I was doing, but I learned this small bit about myself as a director, as a writer, because of that one project. And I don't remember the things that (laughs) that went wrong, you know? Uh, Maybe I do on some projects, but the majority of the time, it's, it's the experience of it is worth it. And I think it's so valuable to just go for it with whatever it, whatever you got. Um, you know, TikTok is is becoming a hub for create for creativity because mm-hmm. you're taking this raw uh, format, which is phone, and you're writing content jokes and and coming up with things and concepts that that is that is so valuable because there's so many people out there that want to shoot. And there's so many people out there that want to uh, be on set and and grip lights and and whatever, be a camera operator. But there's very few people that are creative and and writing and driving the story and the quality of what is in front of the camera. So uh, stick to it. And also, um, everyone who I did stuff with in college pretty much I work with now. It's this peer collaboration where you see people who go to um, like New York Film Academy or, or, or even NYU or, or UCLA, they come out with uh, maybe an amazing project, but then you see them continuing to work together over the years. They're just uh, uh, collaborating to the point where their, their, um, their tra- career trajectory is, is very similar. You're kind of building each other up as much as you can. And uh, Brian, who was our director of photography, uh, I met him in college and I brought, I've, we've grown together and we do a lot of commercials together. He's like my go-to and it's just an example of, of growing together. Like he brought so much to that project visually. I mean, it's incredible. It's beautiful. And that's because of Brian and, and, and a lot of the people behind the camera and the, on the, on the project. But not that they're replaceable, but my point is, um, they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you, you know, or they wouldn't be there if it weren't for you coming up with the idea and the concept and the story and really working on it and developing that. And Brian doesn't want to come up with the idea. He doesn't want to come up with the story, but he wants to make it look gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So you find those people and you stick with them and you just make stuff and you grow together and yes, it may take years, but man, it's so worth it. If you if you want to do it, it's so worth it to just stick it out and go for it. And how that plays out, that's on you to decide, but but definitely just keep making stuff. Yeah, that's really good advice. Yeah. Heck yeah, Ooh, man. Bible um, Man, out now. We're about to make a new short film, but make yeah. sure you watch Zach's short film, mm. Bible Man. All and right. I watch their short film. Yeah. <laughs> their short film, which is called, we will know, insert title here after the end of this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Bible Man 2. <laughs> while, while you... He's you know, back. I did, I did have the idea, like, what if, you know, there's 
Batman, and then they made Lego Batman. What if like we found a good stop motion animator? Or we, we made, made Lego, Lego Bible, Bible Man. Man. <laughs> Dude, I would love that. That's such a good idea. Yeah, That's and make it like idea. just like Lego Batman. Make it like goofier and goofier, yeah. but. <laughs> All right, I've reached into the bowl. All right, got, let's, I got let's see us what we're topic. doing. Uh, I hope it's a good one. This is what we did last week. It somehow ended up back in. <laughs> okay, we got we got a nice little uh, meta oh, no. meta topic here, but we have drawn podcaster. Oh man, making a short film okay. about a podcaster. A short film about <laughs> podcast. I will say, I was the one that put this in because when I was in college, the old adage is to like write things around what's available for you. And like, I was trying to think of what things at college I had around that most other people didn't. And there was a radio station. And so for like a year, I tried to write a short film that took place like in a radio station, but I never came up with anything. So that's actually a solid premise. Yeah. When I think of podcasters, I think, and it's ironic because we have one. I think uh, there's too many white dudes with podcasts. That's my first thought. (laughs) Just talking about nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm on two podcasts, so I'm part of the problem. (laughs) What do you think of, Zach, when you think of podcasts? Man, I listen to podcasts. So you guys listen to podcasts. (laughs) So, of course, Mm -hmm. there's a demand. But I think there's... there's, um, there's two really good there's there's shows and movies coming out that are playing on this concept. So it's definitely something's there. Like Only Murders in the Building. That whole show oh, yeah, is yeah, about yeah. podcasters and it's brilliant. But then that there's also so um The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in, in the Window. In the Window. Yes. That is playing on people who are obsessed with murder mystery, you know, like murder town podcasts. And so, um, do podcasts are here to stay. So I I think find that's, that's what I think is, is interesting is, is, you know, either the, uh, an obsessed fan or, you know, playing on that, that idea of a podcaster who's like, something's wrong or, well, something's always wrong when you get three (laughs) white guys on a podcast. (laughs) Amen, yeah. brother. So we we could do it from the angle as like this is a like a murder podcast or like getting too close to something. But of course we don't we don't want to get too close to yeah. only murders. What are other types of podcasts? Cuz like the popular ones are like the true crime podcast and then there's like comedy podcasts. I will say my my least favorite type of podcast is just three dudes talking about movies. There are so many of those. They got no interesting opinions. Yeah. But yeah, my yeah. brother listens to those podcasts. Yeah. He'll like listen to those guys talk about a movie for an hour. I thought, well, yeah. that's that's as long as the movie. Why didn't you just watch the movie? <laughs> why right? Yeah, why yeah. didn't you just watch the movie? I've always been fascinated by because I don't really like sports, but people who listen to like sports podcasts, where it's like you just watched like a two and a half hour football game, and then now you're listening to a two hour podcast of them talking about the football game. That's absurd to me personally. Yeah. I think I think it would be cool to like do something about 
like a not popular podcaster. Like someone that's doing podcasting isn't particularly great at it. They have like three fans. Or maybe like what if this was the story of some random dude on the internet that like got his first fan or something? Mm. Um, My first fan. That's pretty fun. Uh, it was his grandmother all along. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> that's, that's that's my story. Just throwing that out there. Wait, for real? <laughs> oh, man. My grandma, she's a huge fan of my early YouTube videos. So, And she was probably yeah. the only fan uh, watching all of them. So, there is, There's grandma. something kind of endearing about that. Yeah, if like there is, yeah. we presented a dude. I really like stories about dudes that just like someone that's just going to like make art for the love of it regardless mm-hmm. of if it's popular enough yeah but then like maybe he sees like that first fan and it's like oh wow people actually are listening to it like he almost quit but now he's decided to keep on doing it and then we find out that like his grandma was behind it the whole time <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay is so cute what, yeah. that is cute when uh when i was in high school there was this really weird kid and he had a radio show it was like podcast before podcasting. It was like he had a he would talk for a little bit. It was on this like app. He would talk for a little bit and then he would play a song or two and then he would come back and talk some more. And I remember it became a huge thing in my school, not because it was good, but because everybody wanted to make fun of him. And so what if we told the story of a guy who thinks he's the most popular podcaster in his high school? But really, it's just everyone is bullying him, and he just Ooh. doesn't quite grasp. <laughs> that sounds like the that sounds like every starting out podcaster in high school. They're probably a little too close to home, am I right? I mean, I, I feel like we, if we're gonna make a short about a podcast, it's got to be something that all three of us relate to because you, you've also yeah. done podcasting, like, and I think part of it is is like for so long, you make stuff that like nobody sees right yeah mm-hmm. yeah no i can't relate so <laughs> <laughs> so um what about this so the i'm fascinated with the concept that you don't actually know anything about the person who's on the podcast but you feel like you're getting to know them Ooh, like yeah. a parasocial relationship yeah yeah right oh chase you and i talked about that when we went to atlanta we talked about yes. how on church stories people people think they they act like they they feel like they know you right so they, so, they dm me very mean things <laughs> or or loving loving things endearing things because yes, you're the true. best but you know that's an that's an that's like uh, there's you know there's a stalker story that that's the easiest Ooh, thing to come up with you know some sort of person who good. feels like they're very connected or knows everything about the person because they've listened to every episode and starts uh, showing up everywhere you know that I like that okay so do we want to do like I could imagine a situation where like there's a popular podcaster. And yeah. Our main character is obsessed with this podcaster. Our main character, he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Like he's a very Ooh. lonely guy. Yeah. He he or she decides he's gonna like go meet this person in person. And then maybe like once they meet him. And it's it was, John like, Lennon and he shoots <laughs> him. Oh, oh, okay. So this and the it's a cooking podcast. Okay. Right? Nice. It's a cooking podcast. And uh, this fan really wants to meet him, and it's very uncomfortable because it's almost stalker-like. Yeah. But the the but he does get to meet this person because he wins this meetup via the podcast. 
Mm. So he gets to go meet him and and cook with him. And it's oh, at snap. his house. So oh, snap. gets to go to his house and gets to meet him. And they start cooking together. Now he knows where he and lives. I, I got a twist idea, but I'm I'm gonna see what you guys you want to you want to press into it. You want to develop it, but I got a oh, I got a twist. I want to hear this. Yeah, twist. I want to hear yeah. the twist. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out that as they're cooking, uh, they're getting really close. It's, and like the the podcaster is like the nicest guy ever, and the the stalker is very awkward, and it almost feels uncomfortable. You think the stalker man, he's about to. Like he's obsessed over this guy. Mm. He's like getting really close to this podcaster, and the podcaster notices it, but doesn't seem to mind. It seems to be really nice and really kind, and like treating him with 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 like love and respect. And and well, when when they're cooking the the knives, there's there's like a lot of knives for some reason. They're really big. <laughs> uh-huh. So the the po- the podcaster asks for the guy to go get something, and it's just them. You know, they're you know. They're they're just cooking, and he's actually about to record a podcast for the listeners, um, doing a, a meal. And this fan is like so excited to be there when he gets to record a podcast. Mm. So right before he starts recording, the the fans grabs a bowl and he sees a knife stuck right through him, and the 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 podcaster kills the listener. And is actually cooking his listeners. Oh snap! For it's the a podcast. Sweeney Todd. It's a Sweeney Todd. That's really wow. good. Yeah, I do. I kind of like that. I also think that, like, because we've we've been delving into, we've been experimenting with like internet advertising for our podcast, like doing Facebook ads and stuff. And it's like crazy, like how specifically you could target people over oh, the internet. So it yeah. might even be that like this dude is like sending out. He's like ads or something like targeting people that are, are like specifically yeah, super single fans. alone. Yeah. 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 They're like already part of Stan armies on the internet. So, you know, they're yeah. obsessive and like, yeah. Oh, and we build it to where the whole time you think to make the twist as impactful as possible, you think that he's about to kill the podcaster. Right. And like exactly. Little, little subliminal things. Like he's like, Oh, Hey, can you grab the fork, uh, a fork from the drawer for me? And he knows where the forks are already. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. wait a second, mm-hmm. wait a mm-hmm. second. He already knows where the forks are. Oh, there's something. And then That's the good. knife. Yeah, because yeah. everybody has to ask where the forks are when you go yeah. to someone's house. <laughs> and yeah. and I think that that's where there's some interesting things around the kitchen that that there's like a hatchet. You know, there's like yeah. there's things that you need to, if I may say, cut up a cut up a dead body yeah. <laughs> to cook <right>. with. <laughs> I, I like where this is going. I think we yeah. should hone in on this. I do want to get like right off the bat. Do any of us listen to cooking podcasts? I've never. I have only watched Gordon Ramsay videos on YouTube. I don't think yeah. they're. I don't think you listen to a cooking podcast, right? See, that was Probably that was part not. of what I was thinking. They have yeah. uh, the the guys who do Good Mythical Morning, the the Rhett and Link dudes. They they the guy who does their cooking has a cooking podcast how does that how does that work so i mean they don't they don't cook live on the podcast they're typically they're like they discuss food so like they're talking about food they aren't cooking the food well i mean so that might it's ours we can maybe it is a cool new podcast maybe it is a video podcast i mean there are video podcasts so maybe it is like a video podcast 
but then also um, you can listen to it and you can watch it. That's where he wouldn't. That's why you would know where the forks are, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Or hear me out. Have Have either of you like seen Mark Marin set up? Yeah. Because he he records his podcast out of a garage. I think it would help like the creepy aspect of it a lot if like. This dude sends this fan out and they're meeting each other in a garage. And then you could have like all these sharp sort of things hanging on the <laughs> oh, walls. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like you're the... saying we move away from the cooking podcast? Because I do like the idea that he eats the... I, I do like that idea. <laughs> I, I would just say that like they're they're like discussing food. Like maybe it, okay. it's like a food review podcast. I do actually... I have a friend that listens to like a podcast and they'll be like, what's this strange thing KFC has on their menu? We're oh, going to try, okay. try and talk about it. So it could still be like cooking themed, but like but everything takes place in, the in a dimly lit garage. There are like power tools and like weird stuff everywhere. You have like the the American psycho type like tarp like laid out yeah. in the corner already. <laughs> oh, and he can even be like, hey, what are all these like tarps up for? And he's like, oh, sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sound. Helps with sound. I, I, I think though, did you guys... There's a uh, that show on Amazon that started out as a podcast and it's Homecoming. Homecoming. I haven't heard of that. Have you seen Homecoming? So yeah. the first season is absolutely incredible and it started out as a podcast show, uh, narrative podcast, one of those narrative oh. podcast shows. Yeah. So um, directed by Sam Ismail and he's the one who did yeah. Mr. Robot. Um, the first season has um julia roberts as the main character and um it's an it's it's an incredible show i highly recommend watching just the first season is alone is all you need to watch it's its own like standalone story is it like an anthology kind of thing yeah it's kind of like an anthology and and each season kind of focuses on different people but um the first season is absolutely phenomenal so Mm. it started out as a podcast that became a show and so the in that show it's all very high corporate um like something weird is happening in a high corporate s- space so i've all, i'm always fascinated by like very wealthy like a very successful podcaster would be you know where you would not see it coming that he's actually getting away with cannibalism but he's going for the <laughs> least of these like he's going for the nobodies yeah and they're not missed because they're just disappearing and mm. he's getting away with it consistently, and it's not, you know, what are those subtle placements in the in the in the writing that you can put, you know, he's got like oversized knives, or the hatchet, like what are those yeah. random things that feels weird in a mansion, kitchen, or like, yeah. yeah, he can go through the garage, or or it is there is a podcasting room, like a professionally mm. built podcasting room, oh, like a whole studio, but there's yeah. a meat hook. You know, for uh, for like you're saying, like for there's those small things that hook. oh, it's a it's a <laughs> cooking show, or we talk about it, maybe it's not a cooking show, but maybe it's about high, maybe it's about the best Michelin restaurants in the world, and mm. and this guy's developed a taste like no one else. Oh, what if we like? What if we work from the point that this podcaster? The whole point of the podcast is to attract potential victims to come to his place. And like what what type what type of podcast would someone like that listen to in the first place? What kind of podcast would people who don't really have anyone listen to? Uh 
probably like a, a very like a, like a lifestyle podcast. Like it's a very like uh, I want to say like a comedy podcast, but it's not like really it's not funny. It's just like this dude rant like an Alex Jones type where you're just ranting into a microphone. But he gets like this this following of people. Yeah. Or I would think even like if we stick with the cooking podcast, it would be like the angle of this podcast is like, hey, did you not have loving parents that taught you how to cook? Oh, snap. Mm. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. The podcast is called Table for One. Oh, Ooh. man. It's a podcast <laughs> That's it. for single people yeah. who want to learn how to cook gourmet meals for themselves. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Can, I'm done. Y'all come up with the rest. Yeah, you're it. That's it. I was going to say, and to spice it up, it's uh, uh, also about how to interact socially with maybe even the opposite sex. It's like, oh, it's yeah. made for men. You can use cooking. To use cooking yeah. to have a conversation, to, to spend time with the girl and they're impressed with the girl. And and, and, um, and not just guys, girls too. Both, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would see him targeting you know, targeting men, men with yeah. some fat on them for, you oh, know, the flavor. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I know what I'm talking about. So, oh, Hey man, uh, speaking of which, Zach's here to promote his new cooking podcast. <laughs> Table for one. That's, see, that's the name right there. That's the name of the, of yeah, the short. Is... It's so good. Yeah, so it's targeting single people, their parent... You know that they don't know how to cook because they didn't have a stable home life. Right. Uh, they're alone. They work a lot. And then it's about like how food connects us all and how yeah. kind of like the movie podcast I was talking to you about. It's not just about what your favorite movies are. It's about let's understand your life through movies. Right. It's like, yes, let's teach you how to connect with people through, through food. food. And it's like, I think the cool way to like make the twist as impactful as possible is like the host is the nicest guy. Right. In the world. Like he's like, yeah nothing menacing whatsoever yeah just like good guy life coach energy like the like the dude on queer eye that's the life yes. coach. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yes. absolutely which i think plays into the that idea of the podcast being for a how you know table for one that idea of of your socially like he, he wants to help people be kind you know be a social attraction like that that's it. Where he's overly nice, it just fits the narrative. Yes. Okay. Oh, this All is right. so good. I would yeah, love. I would watch this yep. pod. I, I would watch yeah. this show. I said podcast. I would listen <laughs> I would to this watch podcast. This podcast. <laughs> Honestly, I hope, it's I hope a, people listen to this one. It's uh, a good pitch for Karamo. You know, Tan yeah. has this Netflix show. Yeah. We yeah, hit yeah. Him. Okay. We got. We got the show. Now we just need to think of like how do we subtly introduce? I think this we, dude kills people without like saying it outright i think the the main character in the short isn't the the podcast host it's the yeah guy. it's the it's other the, dude the, yeah the, right right uh so maybe we we start off by by seeing maybe we open with him in his kitchen and he's got like a maybe his laptop like a macbook or something it's playing the podcast mm -hmm. and he's sitting there and he's cooking and we're just hearing like a voiceover from the podcast and it's it's establishing what we've established you know and, and he's Using cooking food. meat yeah, and he's cooking meat. Yeah, like that's a subtle. <laughs> um, I would think we even just like started like right at he arrives at the studio. Since it's a podcast we're showing, like we could get a lot of exposition just through, oh, hey, you just arrived. Tell me about yourself. Oh, so you said we jump right into the yes. into the contest. Depends how long we, uh, how long. 
Oh, it's a contest. Right? Isn't that like uh, how he ends up at the podcast? Yeah, that's how. Or? Yeah. But but my question to you guys we, is, is it a, yeah. is are there three people competing there or is it, you know, he just already wins? I'm trying to figure out how can you make this concise without too much exposition, but yet you, you sell the idea that something's off with this dude. I would actually think that since since the concept of the show is table for one, I'm going to teach you how to do. He has a new guest on every week. Yeah. And oh, so it's oh, like, like like Queer Eye. Yeah, and yeah, so like yeah, yeah. this fan was just got invited to go on that week, and so it's just like oh, so he's... this dude kills a new person every week, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, and then we can make a whole sequel, which is just yeah. Denzel Washington as a detective trying to yes. figure out how these people are going missing. <laughs> now th- this is the first five minutes of the feature, and then yeah. like. Chris Rock trying to do a dramatic role as like the oh, detective. Yeah. <laughs> uncovering this. He's probably accepting a lot of stuff right now. We could probably get him. He, he was in that Saw movie. Did you see yeah, that? Oh, yeah. Spiral. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, we start with him in the house. We, we don't have to write the, expo- the exposition right now, but it's essentially like, welcome. Uh, or no, we literally start with the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah I, so mm-hmm. it's like today, my guest is this. Tell me about yourself. And like, yeah, I'm i uh, I'm Tony. I don't know why I said Tony. We know a Tony. He's cool. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Derek. Uh, yeah, Derek. I'm a software engineer. I work from home all day, and I have no friends. And he's, he's super like, awkward. He's like, oh, my name's Derek. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I work at a software engineering company, and uh, I really love to eat. <laughs> he's like, well, Derek, we're going to teach you how to eat healthy today. And then, okay. <laughs> I, I just want you to know I listen to your podcast all the time. I really love it. Thanks, yeah. Derek. That's super yeah. nice, man. I think uh, I think we established that like Derek's hobby is like he's a he's an Ariana Grande stan on Twitter because like that's that's like a fun little detail of like oh he's a funny loser. But then at the end we're like that's how he targeted him because he know he has an obsessive obsessive personality, personality for for yeah celebrities. Yeah. Yes, obsessive personality. Uh, plus, you you got to make them likable. Like you have to. We yeah. don't actually like. Yes, we're uncomfortable with him, but there's something about us, of course, that doesn't want him. You know, to we die. don't. We don't. <laughs> it's it's the uh, was it the the save the cat? Like you got to give yeah. him a little bit of something well, that people will care about. I almost wonder if. Oh my bad, Rob. I almost wonder. If, <laughs> I almost. This is an audio format. I just kicked Robert. Uh, I almost wonder if we should make it where, like, he is creepy. Like, he is, like, we do think he's going to murder his favorite podcast host. Like, a, like, and that way the switch is that much. It's like, oh, he's not the one that killed someone. Or do you guys think we should play it to where it's a completely normal interaction and then a murder happens? So there's that option. And then there's the option of, like, we really feel for this dude and it looks like he's about to turn around and start a new lease on life. And, and then, then he there's gets a tragic murdered. end, dude. And he, both of them are valid. So just like, which, which one do we like the best? Yeah. So what do you think, Zach? I, I like the idea of building tension somehow. Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. cause the twist of, of, of him killing the main character is how can we build up to that moment? And I, I like the idea of, of either he decides, you know, he is going to murder this in a, in a really 
terrible obsession way, you know, like uh, people want to kill celebrities because they're so obsessed or, yeah. or, um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, either way, I'm just trying to figure out like the tension. Like I like when I, when I think of this, I'm very visual when, and, and I'm sure you guys are too, when you're coming up with the ideas, the shot that I see that I really would, would like love in this uh, to direct like this is you see him in the kitchen and you see the podcaster turn around to go get some something and he's in, and then there's a huge knife and you've got yeah. the main guy who like picks it up and you don't know if he's admiring it or you don't know what he's going to do with it and then you know the the maybe the the podcaster grabs it it's like oh thanks i this is actually the next thing that i need would you go get the a bowl of you know whatever right behind paprika yeah, paprika. Would you go get the paprika? And he turns around, and we see and him sh- turn around, and he's like, "There's something about his face that's just like seems like he's in heaven." Which, to your point, Robert, what is that? Is there a moment where he gives it up, like he actually decides he not doesn't want to, and we like him for it? You know, what is okay? I have I have an idea because mm. I I really like what you're talking about with like the visual of him with the knife. Mm. What if we we lean into this dude? is going to kill the podcaster. And so like the pod, yeah. the podcaster is like, Hey, I have a show where I help out people who have a hard time socially. Yeah. What if we open the dude is sitting in the podcast studio being interviewed and he's already, he's a little off putting and the podcaster seems kind of nervous. And then yeah. we see a shot. The guest has a knife on him. Oh, and so yeah. we know right from the beginning like oh, this dude, he's going to kill. This dude is going to kill. This dude is in danger. And then we could we could have that moment where he's brought out the knife. He's about to stab the podcaster, but then he hesitates and he's like, "Huh, he's helped me out." And then we could have your moment, Zach, where the podcaster is like, "Oh, thank you, a knife. That's what I needed." And so oh. it's almost like I love the idea of like a line of dialogue where he goes, "He's like, awesome, thanks. I, I, this is next." Um. Yeah, just grab the paprika, and then we're going to do the outro. And then uh, our main character goes, but you never do an outro with the guest. Ooh. That's good. Uh, That's good. uh, He turns around. (laughs) That's why. He doesn't make it to the outro. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah, I I like those. I like all these peppering these things in. It's so good. Um, yeah, there's a couple of holes that come to mind. Like, <laughs> how can we sell that the podcaster wants him in the room without giving it away? Right, that he mm-hmm. really wants. Like, because in a in a if he's a high end podcaster and has a su- successful show, he has other people helping. Right, he's got someone behind the audio booth who maybe is in on it. You know, maybe there's more people in on it. Uh, uh, mm. Maybe there's a producer of the show. Um, I like the idea of it just being him who's in on it, but yeah. you know the ideas; those ideas come to mind where it goes back what to if, uh, to a smaller scale with Robert's point of maybe it is a smaller scale and it's just a garage podcast to sell that that idea a little bit better. Yeah, that makes sense because maybe maybe it's not that big yet. Maybe yeah. it's, a, right. it's a I would one... almost think that like it would have to be small if he's yeah. gonna. You're like, right. You're right. How can arrested? he get away with that? Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's big enough where he has a following, but not too big. Like, you know, like us. We murder yeah, people yeah. all the time. No one knows. That's why Zach zoomed in. He heard. Yeah, he's he's up. I knew their reputation, so. <laughs> 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 okay.
Okay, so... Okay, so I think, yeah, we just need to hone in on, like, what are, like, three good beats for the middle to where, like, the reversal part has, like, maximum impact. I love power shifts in conversation. Mm. And I think between two people, you know, Aaron Sorkin is all about sword fighting and words. And I think that you're really setting it up for some uncomfortable moments between the two, but you see this some maybe even this tension between them building uh, because of he's what trying to s- teach him social interaction, but his social interaction is somewhat aggressive or or and and then the podcasters reacting, but he's in control. I there's I I see something there. I I like the idea of uh, because talking about the parasocial relationship, our main character. What if you know, it, he's super awkward at first, but then it's time to for the for the show to like really start. And he all he does is watch this show. He knows all of this guy's mannerisms, everything. And so he starts kind of like mimicking him and becoming him and kind of like taking over a little bit. And then that's when like the power shift happens. And then that's like that's one key moment where it's like he's getting a little too comfortable now. And then maybe something happens where maybe he gets a little aggressive. Maybe that could be like another beat. I like the idea of like maybe this dude, like he says the same intro script every podcast. Yeah. And like the guest is mouthing it as he oh, says it. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh. good. That's good. Mm. He's like, <laughs> what if the guest that's is funny. is is interrupting the podcast a little too much? Yeah. Okay. You know, a little too... To your point, Robert, he's a little too aggressive with knowing what the flow is. Yeah, yeah, he knows all the steps. And so maybe he's interrupting and then the the podcast host can be like, I don't even know why you're here. You seem to already know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I, I just, I couldn't miss this opportunity. Oh, I do this at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're the best. You're the, I think this is a very dialogue heavy mm-hmm. short film, which is difficult in the outlining process. I still like the idea that these people, okay, what if we segment the podcast like this? What if the podcast opens with a quick intro of the guests and a conversation about like, yeah. what are you hoping to get out of this experience? Yeah. Like, what what problems do you have? That's where we see the knife. And then there's like a pause and then they go over to like the, the cooking set. portion yeah. of it. And so they, they got like. They got like headsets on and they're talking as they cook. And then that's, we could get a little more action that way. We could get that knife moment we've been talking about. Right. Maybe they're like chopping chicken, like very (laughs) aggressively. And then that would also, that would give us a good three beats to where we could have the initial them talking. We could have like a moment where they're off mic and we kind of see some like more real interaction. Mm -hmm. And then the third beat is the part where they're cooking together. That's when it's about to go down the podcaster or the guest makes a choice whether he wants to kill the podcaster or not. He hesitates and then, you know, and then the, the end, twist happens. The twist. Yeah. Ooh. And the like the soundtrack for this, it's scored by the song Isolation by John Lennon because it's a song talking about being by yourself. And then John Lennon, John Lennon famously was murdered by a super fan. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Subtext, baby. <laughs> All that matters. To one person who will watch it and say, oh, I got that. Exactly. Yeah. Me. And it'll just be me. <laughs> and my grandma. <laughs> and my one super fan that always wants to murder me. Yes. 
That's good. I I'm liking this. I like. I would watch. Right. I would watch this. Let's make it. <laughs> I would watch this as a short, though. I I don't know if it could be a feature or a you know or a uh, yeah. yeah yeah or a show. Yeah. Well, the feature would have Chris Rock trying right, to solve right, right. all these murders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what if the podcaster is Will Smith? Ah! Uh, <laughs> honestly though like this character really is just will smith and hitch but yeah oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah all right well cool do we we need uh we have the name Derek for the okay main yeah. character right yeah Derek. and then what's the podcast host's name that's good what's something that sounds like caramo you know yeah like it's gotta uh, be like wow this dude's different and guermo <laughs> that's a very Guillermo. common name <laughs> Uh, what about uh? What about a uh, Finn? <laughs> I just think Adventure Time. <laughs> He's a nice guy. I guess he is. Yeah, Finn. Finn. Yeah, Finn sounds Podcast good. Podcast hosts have like one syllable names. Finn. Finn. He's also yeah. like that's kind of you know back to the throwing throwing crap at the the that subtext. He's a shark. Yeah. Oh, hey! Oh, he, oh. he tastes blood again. The well, one person too who, easy. who will watch it and be like, "I got that! I got that!" <laughs> Finn, because he's a shark. Get it? I did a, I did my first short film with Shama was called Sales, and I made this story about a vacuum salesman. Someone years later on YouTube wrote this beautiful. Uh, uh, comment on YouTube just analyzing the short film and saying all these like oh this was beautiful the way that you told this and the context and, and how a vacuum salesman all this stuff and I saw it and I was like I I nice <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean I didn't expect mean anyone it. to think that that was way deeper than I thought <laughs> <laughs> opening our dude finn is walking into a garage where a podcast studio is set up and standing across from him is finn he's a super tall muscular fit looking dude with a million dollar smile perfect teeth just like shakes his hand he's like yo what up hey we're about to get this started anyway they start recording the podcast and Derek is just kind of sitting there. He is looking really sloppy. He can't really look anyone in the eye. His face is full of stubble. His shirt's messy and wrinkled and all that. Podcast starts. Finn goes through the intro and it's like, Hi, I'm Finn Lockwood. Welcome to... Wait, Finn Lockwood is the cop in... (laughs) (laughs) The cop in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. That's so funny. (laughs) I'm sticking with it. Hi, I'm Flynn Walkwood, the other one, and welcome to Table for One, the podcast where I teach you how to connect socially through cooking. Each week, I have on a new guest who needs help learning to connect, and I teach them how how to gain social ki- skills 
and learn how to cook healthy meals. And while he's while he's saying all this, and it'll sound a lot better once we write the first draft. Uh, Derek is straight up like mouthing all the words to this, yeah. just complete like deadpan looking face, but he's mouthing along all the words. And Finn is like kind of taken aback by this. He's off put by this, but he keeps pressing forward. He's like, "So today's guest, we have Derek. Tell me about yourself, Derek." And he's like, "I'm Derek." Okay, tell me about yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm Derek. It's like, what, 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 what do you do, Derek? He's like, I'm a, I'm a software engineer. It's like, oh, that's cool. Do you like that job? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, first thing we're gonna learn is how to like expound a little bit. And he's like, yeah, well, I, I work from home, nine to five. I work from home. I code. It's boring. <laughs> and he's like breathing really heavy. He's like, okay. Uh, do, you, do, do you have any hobbies, Derek? And he's like. I love Ariana Grande. <laughs> I tweet on her behalf. Every day. It's like, that that's cool. It's like, yeah, I love Ariana Grande and I love you. He's <laughs> it like, I I really appreciate that, Derek. That yeah. you love me. Anyway, we uh we catch a shot of like his side in the seat, and we see that his hand is grabbed onto a knife. He's brought a knife into the studio, and he's playing around with it. And now things are starting to get really tense. We don't know what's going on. But Finn keeps on pressing on. He's like, well, okay, Derek, uh, what's your family like? He's like, oh, I don't have family. He's like, oh, that's cool. Well, Derek, we're going to help you out. Now, I understand <laughs> that you aren't a good cook. And he's like, no, ter- terrible. He's like, well, I-, I would hope that you're a better cook since you listen to me all the time. But I'm going to teach you how to cook. <laughs> and we're going to have a really great time. And so they they stop the recording. And Finn is like, all right, we're, we're about to head up into the kitchen. Uh, dude, could you, could you lay off a little bit? I know you like me and all that, but just just chill a little bit. We're going to have a good time, man. Just follow me into... I got to do something real quick, but I'll, I'll call when you, it's time to come into the kitchen. Just go and get set up. So he's he's gone, and Derek's alone in the garage. He's looking around. Uh, he's looking around all the stuff hanging on the wall. Uh, you know, there's a chainsaw. There's a sharp-looking knife. There are actually a lot of knives, like a strange amount of knives for a garage, but whatever. Uh, there's a wood chipper. There's, like, a vat of some acid. Uh, there's, like, a little tarp, like, strewn in the corner. And he's just kind of looking around. But then he looks down at his knife. He's still holding the knife. And then Finn calls his name. He's like, come on in, Derek. And he's like, so they put on some headsets, and they resume recording. And he's like, all right, today... I'm going to show you how to make pork chops. We're all going to make pork chops together. So, Derek, why don't you go fetch me fetch me this thing I need? And Derek does it. And meanwhile, Finn is just asking him questions about, so have you, have you, I know you are a regular listener of the podcast. Have you had any success applying what I've taught you into, like, making any friends or something? He's like, uh, I've tried, but I, I don't really have any friends or whatever. He's like, dude, you don't, you don't got to worry about that, man. Like, all that matters is that you put yourself out there, and if you're rejected, who cares? You just got to keep trying, and eventually you'll find your people. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I think I found my person. He's like, okay, man. Well, anyway, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna keep cooking or whatever. <laughs> could you, could you hand me, can you hand me something out of the cupboard? He looks in the cupboard, and we see some, uh, some sort of unusual stuff for a, for a kitchen cupboard. It's just a bunch of like chemicals and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, that must be the wrong drawer." He looks into like a knife drawer, and there again, like a strange amount of knives. But he like hands him a knife or whatever. They keep on talking, and you know, we could tell he's a he's got his hand 
on the knife in his pocket. He's thinking about it. But Finn keeps on talking and he's saying some like really like uplifting and encouraging things about, you know, I kind of started out like you, you know, I was I was a loner for most of my life. But, you know, at some point you just got to decide that, hey, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to focus on getting better each day. And, you know, the wheels start to turn and we think, oh, I think I can't get better each day or something like that. Mm. But uh, anyway, Finn turns around for like an elongated period of time. And we recognize that this is Derek's perfect opportunity to plunge the knife into him. He actually takes the knife out of his pocket. He's holding it up, but he kind of looks at it. Then he looks at Finn. He looks back at the knife and he's thinking about it. And then we can tell he's starting to put the knife down. And then that's when Finn turns around. He kind of stops for a minute, but he's like, oh, thank you. I, I didn't I didn't even ask for the knife. You just know I needed it. Oh, that's real great. And so Derek, like, just breathes a real heavy sigh of relief. He's like, oh, all right, I could do it. Become a better man or whatever. <laughs> and so Finn's like, hey, can you, fetch me, can you fetch me one more ingredient for the cupboard? He turns around to get it, and then he's stabbed. And he's like, surprise. He's like taking it back. And then Finn reaches into the cover, like grabs some of those like sketchy chemicals we saw. He like drags him out to the garage, sets him down on the tarp. And throughout the whole thing, like he's kind of like coming in and out. And we just hear Finn saying like, oh man, this is too easy. Loner with no friends. who's an Ariana Grande stand. <laughs> Something like that. And then you know he's on the tarp and then he grabs like the chainsaw off of the wall and then that's the last shot we see before he fade to black wow this was a morbid one fellas that is, this is pretty normal this morbid, was a morbid yeah. one chef's kiss <laughs> yeah <laughs> there there is something that i could i could see how like with a draft or two it could be something. that could become something yeah yeah, it could be something. yeah. all right i think i think we're gonna go with the name table for one mm-hmm. right for the short absolutely such a good name all right yeah. once again thank you zach for being here man thank you for thank having you so me. much check out check out bible man if you haven't already i know we've told you so many times it is just a just an incredible feat we have a link in the podcast notes so and if i may you i don't yeah. have social media so you can actually reach me by emailing me can i get my email i would yeah, love of course, if, yes. if you have any questions i would love to answer them uh you the listener um, you can come over to my house. We can cook. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I didn't see that no, coming. No, no, no. But seriously, but seriously, my email is Z-A-C-K at namebrand.tv. N-A-M-E-B-R-A-N-D.tv. So Z-A-C-K with a K. So email me. Nice. I'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments and tell me how terrible Bible Man was or whatever. <laughs> um, we can take that outside of this podcast, but uh, um, you won't find me anywhere else unless you look me up on YouTube and see my old videos. Yeah, yeah. All right. And this has been Table for One, written by Robert Therrell, Zach Millsaps, and Chase Bridges.